Greetings and welcome to my predictions for Little Anchor here in the next 18 to 36 months. Now this is based upon seeing things come and go and also seeing things that just seem to kind of be at the right place at the right time. So hoping for the best, but first one, I call it tiering. I believe in this amount of time, 18 to 36 months, will be some sort of tiering, either like monetization, uh, like some ads coming in, or perhaps a uh, to get rid of the ads, you pay a little something it's like that. Another thing could be uh, bandwidth usage. There may be, as I've mentioned before, somebody who decides, to, for instance, to read an audiobook, uh, a long audiobook on here, even though they flush things every uh, 24 hours. And it might come up where they have to have a, some kind of usage provisio or clause, or the kind of thing perhaps where once you get 1,000 followers, then you can post for an extra 30, 40, 50 minutes a day or something like the Spreaker company does, something like that. And another is functionality. It's possible they may get a real killer uh, interface, and then that could be like, you know, as you go up in the tier a little bit or for a small fee, you'll not get only not get the uh, ads removed, but also some a little bit of functioning, like, for instance, a, a meter, a volume meter, something when you're making recordings. Now, number two, I also predict there's going to be what we call event management. It seems like and we live in a terrible day and age, I'm sure not courting disaster, but how many times have you heard, like, I guess I've heard it, 20 times, a guy gets drinking in a bar and tries to hire somebody to kill his wife, and that guy's usually an either off-duty cop or an off-duty detective or a truck driver who, whose brother's a cop. They play along, and then it comes out in the news, this guy was trying to hire someone to kill his wife. Or something. somebody does go out in a blaze of glory, and somehow, it, sooner or later, little anchors are going to become involved. Like Twitter, when, when someone uses Twitter when they have a blaze of glory event. Well, when that happens... How they manage the event will tell a lot about the core of the company. For instance, if, uh, well, let's just say uh, officers come in and say we want to subpoena this man who's done this terrible deed, uh, and we want to know what time he was on, how many times he used certain words. Okay, say, say they let him do it. And then they reach a little more, say, oh, by the way, we want to know everybody who he was talking to in the last 30 days. We want to know every anchor podcast he sent and the people that received it. Now, that's a little farther reaching. And one that, of course, would be totally unacceptable would be for them to say, oh, by the way, anybody that day who used the word podcast in any of your anchor chain, I don't care if it's 50, 60, 70,000, we want their information. We want all the information, the channeling and everything. Well, that, that's going too far. For you, that makes you a person of interest in, a, in an event that takes place, and they, that never goes away. That stays in a little card, a little electronic card. Hey, so-and-so was a person of interest in, a, in an event. So, like Apple had, in theory, they were fighting the encryption standards with the FBI, but in reality it was something else again. It'll be interesting to see. It'll, it'll give a window into the soul of Anchor. Right now, it's a great, great gig. Now, number three, this we call more tools at the command. Right now, it's a clean experience. I believe that possibly they're doing something for the good when, when we're speaking on this. They may be either filtering or enhancing or cleaning up our, our volume, our audio, or our background. Something I believe they're, uh, and it could be just me, but I've run a couple just, you know, impromptu tests. Seems like they're cleaning things up. Let's just say they were able to have a way to adjust the volume of the background track, the background music, uh, and, and have that as a fee-based deal, as a deluxe thing, something like that. Uh, also have a good decibel meter, so when you're talking, you know what's going on. Uh just things like they, what they call not just a cleaner, but a clearer experience. Now, right now, for the money, you can't beat this thing, Anchor. Very, very hard to beat. 
Another thing I can see is well, a ranking uh, regulations type of thing. If you get you know 10,000 followers, maybe something as simple as a star. Or instead of clapping your hands, you get a double clap or just some kind of way to acknowledge the power performers, the power players, the power users. And that, of course, could be monetized. Or you could have a thing where if you, quote, uh, get two of your friends to sign up, then you could get a little star or something. Just these kind of things, rewards, very simple but also sometimes uh, just full of motivation. And lastly, the last one is uh, uh, an adjustment of some sort of financial adjustment. Usually when they get just ready, like a uh, some grapes ready to fall or some ready to pick some apples or just ready to fall from the tree, uh, they went through this with, with uh, Twitter and uh, many of them. There's a lot of stuff in the press, a lot of buzz, a lot of hype, a lot of concern. Maybe something's not really 100%. And then right at that crucial point, either somebody gets massive funding or the winds of favor shift and little anchor goes, and this is just projection now, it just takes off and goes and everything comes together and works, or there's a hiccup. There's a financial hiccup, somebody files a lawsuit, says, I don't like the way those guys are talking, I did that back many, many years ago, and it could come from overseas. There could be an offshore lawsuit, anything is possible. But I believe something at that crucial moment will be a make or break deal. And uh, just doing an analysis myself, it, everything looks really, really good. I mean, have you seen this stuff? If, if you've, I just did an experiment here a while back. I'm getting off topic here, I know. I got a brand new Kindle, and uh, what they call side-loading, you just disable the little thing there and, and download the uh, Anchor app in there. And it works not just good, but real good. And when you do multiple accounts on there for the uh, web browser that's built into there, it's it, it's it's a snap. I mean, it, it it says okay. It maintains the your login to whoever you are, and uh, in one case it remembered the password, which was good. In another case, all you had to do was type in the password. So you could do a chain of I've got it up to three now, working three accounts off of a little Kindle Fire. Now that didn't happen by accident. Somebody's writing some good code, some good software. Somebody cares up at the, at the top about building, building blocks. Try that sometime with something else. Download it into a Kindle Fire, any of the other competitors, and see what happens. Now, yes, I did the same thing with uh, Spreaker, but that's a different cat. That's a different animal. So anyway, that's it. That's, that's the uh, projections for the future. Uh, I wish every success for Anchor. It's exciting to see it grow. And you know it's turning to a great place to get news a place, not just tech news, but regular news, and uh, kind of sharpen your skills as well. Lord bless, take care, and bye for now. Greetings and welcome to Java Crew. I'm your host. Boy, this is a fun one today where we get to just sit down and talk a little bit about life skills and life coaching lessons that we've received along the way. I'll pass along two that people have at least tried to impart to me. One is they sit you down and they say, okay, what are you going to do if, you know, those questions. The boss gives you 500 applications on a Friday. He says, I want you to go through these on your time off on the weekend. Monday, I want the top 10 people on my desk. Got that? Okay, boss. Bang. What do you do? Well, one of the things, ways to do it, and this, of course, will be old news to some of you out there in the business community, but you take and say, who's had just some college? Doesn't matter if it's only one year or less. Who's had some college on that application? They go in the keep pile. Then you go through again and say, who has had some speaking of a foreign language? Even if it's just, you know, I can barely speak Spanish, doesn't matter, some language. And the one that really clears it up and makes it a nice, tidy stack is you say, how many people on their application, when they list things they do, play a musical instrument, a musical instrument of any kind. 
Then you come back to the boss. Of course, you keep 20. You don't keep 10. You keep 20 in case there's some no-shows. You show up for the boss. He goes, hey, you get that done? You say, I sure did, boss. Here they are. Here's the top 10. He looks at him. He goes, okay, pretty impressive. You mind telling me what criteria you used? And you tell him. He says, okay. Phone rings on the way out. He goes, oh, by the way, two people just canceled. You have to go through them again. So, oh, no, no, no. I've got a secondary 10 right here as backups. Boss here. Give him the second stack. He goes, hey, way to think. There it is. Okay, that's just the kind of thinking that they will try to impart to you to kind of launch you. But that leads up into a larger conversation we're going to have right now, how the United States military classifies people. Now, I can only speak to about, well, the Marine Corps some time ago, before it, like it is now, back when they had to go through a million people, and maybe lives were on the line. They says, hey, you don't have a weekend. You got one day. Go through 5,000 of these people and classify them. And how they do that is this. They have a thing called the vessels, the full vessel, the clean vessel, the empty vessel, and the dirty vessel. And it goes something like this. By the way, it's world-renowned. It works real good. However, they've had to discontinue it for reasons that we'll maybe get to a little bit later on. Full vessels. Now, the full vessel is a kid who's done real good in high school. He's maybe played some sports. He has some kind of a uh, church upbringing. He understands right from wrong. He has a biblical concept of a God, of a hereafter. He would never dream of getting a, a high school girl pregnant no matter what. He's had some girlfriends, of course. Scores pretty well in his class. Mom and dad are pillars of the community. Maybe he has a sister or something he's helped out. And just an overall good kid. That's called a full vessel. And by the way, that's not necessarily what the Marines go after, uh, as we'll see in just a moment. Next step down is called the clean vessel. Now, the clean vessel is a kid whose mom and dad get along pretty well. Maybe once the dad was arrested, you know, drinking and yelled at the mom and had to, she had to stay with the neighbor. But there was no violence. Kid's got a little bit of a temper, but, you know, by and large, he's never been in real trouble. Uh, sometimes some kid says, let's go ahead and smear some soap or something or break the school window. He was going to, but something told him the last minute he kind of didn't do it. His grades are pretty good and he kind of gets with the program of life. This is called a clean vessel. Then we have what we call the empty vessel. And this is what people have seen has happened. This is kind of what's being turned out of colleges and high schools today, people who are in the know and tell us about this stuff. An empty vessel is a kid who's, who's got trouble at home. He may be a nuclear family where mom and dad are there, or maybe they're not. Maybe he's being raised by a single mom, and quite often he is. Mom gets flustered easy. She projects, she imparts, and she also is sometimes codependent on him. Or if it's the dad, there's violence, and there's a string of girlfriends coming home. He doesn't know why, but he's half pissed all the time. He goes to school. He was got in trouble for defacing the school bus one time when he was pissed. He just took a marker and rubbed some stuff on the side. Didn't do real damage. He washed it off, but a letter got sent home, for instance. Uh, did get a girl pregnant, but it was a false alarm. He brought shame to himself, to the other family. His dad slapped him once when he heard about it or didn't do anything. If the mom heard about it, she went through the the, the party, and, you know, if you know what I mean, and uh, still did not do it again, tried to shame him. And anyway, this kid is easily led by others at school, an empty vessel. Other kids say, come on, man, let's go. Coach isn't here. Let's, let's get all those towels. We can clog the system, man. Make a big flood out here. We can clog that drain pipe. Everybody just grab about 100 towels. Let's go. Come on, man. 
and he doesn't do it. But with enough coaching, he gets around those kids. He's easily influenced. The second or third time, they call him chicken, or they use the you-know-what word that we won't use here. All right, he does it. He grabs the towels and goes and kind of almost got caught, didn't, but had to lie his way out of it, told a lie about a new kid, let him new kid take the fall, and set the kid up with the rest of the group just to save his own skin. Uh, he's not really good handy with tools. He leaves tools out. His, him and his mom can't even read a tape measure. He's an empty vessel. Okay, now next. This is called the dirty vessel, and this is what caused the whole system to be changed about the 70s and 80s, where it's not like it used to be anymore. The dirty vessel is just a plain bad kid. Comes from a broken home. Maybe he's a foster boy, or he lives in a foster or a group home. Maybe his sister or his brother were taken away by Child Protective Services, as an instant. He's got some kind of charm where he can make the girls laugh a little bit, or he can kind of talk his way out because he's like a tough-headed kid of a lot of trouble. But there's something wrong with this kid, man. Uh, so sometimes uh, some seats on the bus got slit, not just defaced with a marker, but I just took a knife and cut the bottom of them. Nobody can pin it on him, but everybody knows it was him that did it. He's a ringleader. Whenever there's a new kid who comes to school, he likes to be a bully and shove the kid against the wall. He becomes violent uh, out on the sports. If he, somebody, he doesn't hit the baseball right or somebody gets to the mitt first or gets the favorite ball, he gets angry, maybe sometimes throws a punch, uses foul language. Uh, he's had multiple violations with women, well, excuse me, with college, excuse me, with uh, high school girls there. He's been written up several times for taking indecencies, and the girls, of course, laugh it off. A couple are embarrassed, but he's having a great old time. Let's just say maybe he was caught not in, he, he was caught riding in a stolen vehicle, in a stolen car. He wasn't driving it, but he was caught in a stolen car. Whatever parent he happens to be living with says, I don't know, I can't do anything with him. That's called the dirty vessel. Well, now the Marines in the times of like the Korean War, World War II, things like that, when there was some honor, there was some national pride, and the malignancy of social rot had not really taken taken hold, they would use this, and they found out these dirty vessels were a lot more trouble than they're worth, but you know you had to take them. Of the dirty vessels, about half ended up in the brig. They ended up stealing a, a government vehicle, crashing it, they're back in the brig. They got dishonorable discharges. A couple of them are in prison now after being discharged. But you got to say, of these dirty vessels, that's kind of where some of the heroes come from. The guys who will charge into a full sight of bullets. Guys who will take the shots. By taking the shots, we're talking about the forced inoculations that are put on the servicemen. They don't know what kind of shot they're getting or what kind of cockamamie experiments going on sometimes. Or somebody decides to use an air gun to administer it. It maybe goes too deep. Whatever. These guys are tough rounders, and they win a lot of awards. The empty vessel is just what the Marines used to want, a kid who's moldable, malleable, and they can get to do anything with enough browbeating and training. Now, the clean vessel, you have a little more trouble with him. He's right off the bat, he's going to score better. He's more of a soundness. There's a soundness to his bones. He's, he, he thinks a little quicker than the other kids below him. He receives, you know, a few letters from home at boot camp, and the other kids maybe don't. Okay, he's, he, he, okay, he's a good one. Now, the full vessels, these guys become more and more trouble for the Marines as time goes on. As the uh, social engineers get into the Marine Corps and do things like have Wiccans now, practicing Wiccans, uh, have the homosexual agenda mandated like they do now, have Muslim imams have to come in addition to the chaplain, 
And sometimes this Muslim influence results in, in soldiers getting killed, what we call fragging, when they get shot in the back or hand grenade rolled under there. Google it. You can see it. It's, it's, not, it's not a fantasy. These guys say, hey, I'm, number one, I don't like the shots I'm getting. And they'll chronicle the wrongs, the misdeeds they see around them because they're a full vessel. They're a solid kid, a solid citizen. So this, you're going to have trouble with these kind of guys as the Marines get farther and farther away from their natural mission statement. So now we're going to skip back to our conversation here. This coffee conversation has gone kind of long. As we look at these two things I've told you about, the people imparted to me, life skills, how to classify people in a college exam, if there are people applying for entrance or something or applying for a job, and this military classification, you ask yourself, what kind of vessel am I when you're feeling bad, when you're feeling depressed, when you've taken a shot or your sack gets cut, as they say, kind of like a Hollywood, uh, Halloween guy, the sack's cut and all the candy falls out. Everybody else seems to get it. Kind of think about this. Now, in the Bible, the word vessel is used just less where some of this stuff comes from, I'm halfway convinced. Over there in Romans, it says, Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel into honor and another into dishonor? It's talking about people, but this specifically is is a, is a clay. Now, the next one, 1 Thessalonians 4.4, 4, this is a human as a vessel. I read that every one of you should know how, should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and in honor. Possess your vessel, your whole thing. That's not just, you know, your full vessel, your clean vessel, your empty vessel, your dirty vessel, what you do around here. There, you should know how. Now, if you don't know how, and you were raised by some of the things we've talked about here, then that's, we can't say bad on you because you, you don't know how. But if you want to learn how, you can read a little bit farther in that book I just read from you. It will give you some very, very good insights, some tools, talking about a psychosomatic illness. To like, for instance, gird up the loins of your mind. Your mind is like a muscle to be exercised. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. That's the kind of mind that you're looking to do. Let not your minds be troubled. Talks about stop that trouble. Don't, don't take medicine. Don't take an antidepressant. Stop being troubled in your mind and set your mind on things above, not on things below. If you were to take that kind of a, a, an attack, you might find that that would help. Now, it's very possible you have to take some medicine. Something's out of whack somewhere down the line, or you're getting stabilized, or you're just going through a real tough time right now. There's excessive guilt, misunderstandings, low self-esteem, uh, thoughts of harm. Anything could happen. You don't need to do that. You don't have to be that way. Anyway, that's it for now. I wanted to share this with you. Sometimes I get a chance to talk to folks. Sometimes I don't. It's called Java Crew. You never know what we're going to get here. Typically, we talk about coffee. Once in a while, we just kind of get a cup of coffee and share some things. Hopefully, maybe somebody out there found something help here or even interesting. Peace to all of you. God bless you all, and bye for now. you